0: Chapman University, where big ideas are born.
1: We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers.
0: The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion.
1: The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process.
0: Hi everyone, it's Wednesday, June 16th, and we are recording Chapman Chats remotely. My name is Tanaz Norian, and I will be your host today once again. On the season of Chapman Chats, we will be highlighting some of the awesome courses that we are offering here at Chapman. With that said, I am very, very excited to introduce our guest today, Dr. Shu. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to learn more about you and the courses that you teach at Chapman. I know there's quite a few that we're gonna touch on today.
2: Tell us about yourself. Thank you so much for that. I'm really excited to share some of the courses I teach at Chapman. I teach a number of courses, but for this episode, I'll focus in on three of the courses. So first is a general education course on the science of DNA and dinosaurs. I call it Beyond Jurassic Park, Beyond Jurassic World, really diving into the rich science in, depicted in the movie and sometimes the lack of science depicted in the movie and in the books. Secondly, we'll talk a bit about Darwin and the Galapagos, a travel course that I help teach that, will, that goes to the Galapagos. And finally, I also teach our Molecular Genetics lecture and lab, where students get to do some really amazing labs and gene editing. So I'm excited to share a bit more about those courses.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dr. Shu. I'm particularly very excited to learn about the courses that you offer. So tell us a little bit about your educational background. Where did you go to school? um where did you know you you start off your journey
2: yeah so i grew up in central florida i like to joke that i came from one disney disney world to another disney chapman is of course right next to disneyland and after after high school i went to college at harvard and then went to grad school got my phd at stanford in biology and I've been at Chapman. This will be the start of my sixth year at Chapman. It's been a wonderful time here at Chapman. I've enjoyed every minute of it.
0: Awesome, so how did you find your way to Chapman?
2: So during my PhD, I realized I really enjoyed the teaching aspect and I looked for positions at different universities that would allow me to focus on my teaching. And I found that I really fell in love with the culture at Chapman where faculty can get to really dive into these topics with students and really get to know students in our small class settings.
0: Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your expertise in your research. I know that that's a big part of obtaining a PhD or obtaining a master's. And obviously, you went to some amazing schools. So tell us a little bit about that aspect of your
2: educational journey. Thank you. Yeah. My background is in evolutionary genetics. And what that means is I looked at DNA. So the stuff in everyone and stuff in all organisms and looked at how that changed in response to different environmental pressures over time in different populations. And during my PhD, I dived into that in different projects and have since also started into educational research projects, looking at how we teach, how students learn, and looking at evidence-based practices for how to best serve students in the classroom, how to best promote learning for all students.
0: Awesome. So did you go straight from obtaining your Ph.D. to teaching? Where Where did you go after that?
2: Yeah, so I went straight from obtaining my Ph.D. to teaching, although I did a fair amount of teaching while in my Ph.D. program.
0: So let's dive into the courses that you teach. So I'm just curious, how did you get the idea of teaching a course beyond Jurassic World, the science of DNA and dinosaurs? How did this course get its start at Chapman?
2: I have fallen in love with the books, so Michael Crichton's books on Jurassic Park. And the movies do this really great job depicting this fantastic world where dinosaurs have come back to life. And if you read the books, you'll know that Michael Crichton tries to portray a lot of the science behind bringing the dinosaurs dinosaurs back to life. And the movies do that. We see Mr. DNA and then B.D. Wong in the movies explain some of how they recreate and clone the dinosaurs. And as an evolutionary geneticist, the movies and books kind of merge my two worlds, looking at DNA and looking at evolution, looking at change over time and I was inspired to dive into the science behind the movies. Oftentimes the books and movies simplify a lot of the science. We, of course, don't see dinosaurs marching around Old Town Orange or around Chapman, but it introduces some really, really fascinating topics that I thought would be really cool to share with Chapman students, to share with students across campus, to dive into these topics, to dive into the science behind the books and behind the movies.
0: So how do students engage in these particular topics and how do
2: they engage in this course? We spend some time watching clips in a movie and looking at excerpts of a book, and we dive into the science behind them. And students also get a chance to conduct some of their own science. So, for example, in the book and in the movie, they talk about extracting DNA from these fossils. We discuss that process. We discuss limitations of that process, and students get to do that in the lab. We go into our molecular lab, and students get to extract DNA, not from fossils, but from plants. And we get to discuss, compare, and contrast that process and talk about how this would or would not work in different contexts. So it's a really hands-on course where you get to dive into these issues, and students get to do a lot of it themselves.
0: Nice. So what are some of the assignments that students will take on during the course of the semester?
2: So students will do a lot of these experiments and they'll get to dive into the results and get to analyze some of the results. So for example, I mentioned students extracting DNA from a plant. Students will get the chance to analyze that DNA and that's one of the assessments where they get a chance to interpret the DNA they pull out and learn more about how DNA and genetics connect to the phenotype. There's other uh, examples where students get to dive into the books and movies by looking at some of the background that the book and movies draw upon. So for example, students do some assignments where they research or look up different dinosaurs or different evolutionary concepts. And we discuss that in class. We have debates about the bioethics, about some of the bioethical topics brought up or hinted at in the books and movies. We talk about genetic engineering, a major topic in the Jurassic World series, and students have a chance to discuss that in class as well.
0: That's awesome. Well, what are some highlights of teaching this course for you?
2: I really enjoy getting to be able to talk about science to non-majors, to students who are not STEM, so science, technology, engineering, and math majors. And I love seeing students light up because for a lot of the students, it's the only science course to take while at Chapman or in their college careers. And I enjoy being able to show them that science is so interesting. There's so much really cool topics that we can dive into and science is so pertinent, both the popular culture, popular media, and our day-to-day lives. I
0: think that's a really awesome point, Dr. Shu. is that these students you know, are taking these courses this course is a GE. So for some students, you're right. This might be the only science course a communication major has to take at Chapman. So there's so many different aspects that you're probably getting from this, uh, you know, group of students that you teach each semester. So I think that's a really awesome highlight. Well, I'm a little jealous. I wanna take the course.
1: Chapman Chats is presented by the Chapman University Office of Admission. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about or a special guest you'd like to hear from? Email us at admit at chapman.edu. That's A-D-M-I-T at chapman.edu. Now back to Chapman Chats.
0: We're gonna dive into Darwin and the Galapagos, the travel course that you take on during interterm, which for our audience, interterm is a month between our fall and spring semester. It's the month of January where you can take one course up to four units we do offer some travel courses. So Dr. Shu, can you tell us a little bit about how you started uh, getting involved in this course? I know that you mentioned you are taking this course over for, for another faculty member. So tell us a little bit about how you got your foot in the door here and a little bit about the course.
2: Darwin in the Galapagos is a course that one of my colleagues, Dr. Fred Caparoso, started 20, 30 years ago. And The Galapagos is this really amazing, phenomenal place where has so many rich ecological interactions, has really breathtaking biodiversity, and it played such a major role in shaping the history of evolutionary biology. As an evolutionary biologist has a special place in my heart. And I was fortunate enough to go on this, to help with the course and go on this trip you know, a couple years ago to the Galapagos. And it is an amazing place. And we were able to dive into these such rich evolutionary and ecological topics while on the course, while in the Galapagos, and able to see students of all different majors really dive into these concepts. It was such a phenomenal place.
0: So what kind of assignments uh, do students have to partake in uh, on this course.
2: So the course is centered around experiential learning in the Galapagos. So for example, my colleague, Dr. Caparoso has asked students to conduct and complete a field journal of their observations while they're there in the Galapagos and then afterwards synthesize their observations. That's something I plan on continuing doing as, as the course continues to evolve. In addition, I've been piloting an upper level version of the course for science majors. And that course is centered around reading primary literature around the Galapagos, diving into some of the really, really interesting ecological and evolutionary studies that have been conducted on the Galapagos, thinking about evolution of these different populations, thinking about the changing ecosystems there, thinking about conservation biology, thinking about how we manage those systems and ecotourism. It's such a really, really special place with these rich topics that we can dive into.
0: So I know you've been on the trip, which is really awesome. The Galapagos sounds like a really fun place and to take on a course there during interterm, I think would be a really great opportunity for students, especially since it's open to to all majors. Um, So what, what are some of your favorite parts of going on the trip and traveling to the Galapagos?
2: The moment you step foot on the islands, you'll start seeing this amazing, rich biodiversity where the animals are not afraid of humans. The animals there are not scared of of tourists, are not scared of people there, and you can really observe them in their natural habitat. And you can see the really rich variation that first sparked Darwin's theories of evolution by natural selection on there. And every island that you travel to is so unique and so different. They have different ecosystems, different terrains, different animals on board, and it's a stark difference when you travel from island to island to see these different ecosystems.
0: That's awesome. Well, for our listeners, Darwin and the Galapagos, Environmental Science 227, a travel course that I highly recommend um, you take with Dr. Shu. So our final course that we're going to touch on is a course that is an introductory level course for our STEM majors. So Dr. Shu, tell us a little bit about molecular genetics. Um, what are the kind of things students will take on during this course, what are the kind of assignments they'll take on. Feel free to elaborate a little bit for our audience.
2: So molecular genetics is a course that I co-teach with my colleague, Dr. Roland Goldsmith, and it's a lecture and lab course for our science majors. And the course focuses around several themes. First, it introduces the ideas of molecular genetics. What is molecular genetics? How Does the body regulate gene expression? How does this contribute to different diseases? And the course also has a heavy emphasis on biotechnology, looking at some of the new molecular techniques that have been used, have been developed to understand different systems, to understand molecular genetics more. And in the lab component of the course, students get to dive in to these molecular techniques and do a lot of them themselves. So for example, in our semester long lab, students do a project where they get to extract DNA, clone and analyze that DNA from a plant. Or during the COVID shutdown, we set out lab kits where students were able to do their own gene editing. So CRISPR gene editing at home on yeast. So students are really able to apply these novel molecular techniques, analyze their own data, interpret their own results, and draw their own conclusions from those data.
0: So what would you say is the highlight of teaching this course? I know it's probably a little bit of a different experience teaching with STEM majors. So what are some of the highlights for you?
2: So in this course, we really enjoy diving into the critical thinking of how to apply these different concepts of how to apply these different techniques and what that means for how to cure a disease or how to understand a disease. We really focus upon the application process where we do different scenarios, we do different case studies. We get to dive into these different scenarios where they can apply their newfound knowledge and newfound uh, concepts.
0: I feel like our STEM programs are so awesome because we do take such a hands-on approach, sending lab kits and you know really getting your your hands dirty with these kind of experiments. I think is a really great learning opportunity for our students. Doctor Xu, thanks for giving some insight on a few of the courses, few of the many courses that you offer, trying to offer at Chapman. I am really excited for students to learn more about these three courses that we touched on today. Dr. Xu, any uh, advice to incoming students?
2: Thanks, yeah. My advice would be to take time in college to explore your interests, whether you're interested in the sciences or in another field. Some of my favorite classes during my college experience were in areas outside my immediate interests. I think really taking that time to explore In Chapman, there's a really phenomenal range of classes, whether it's a GE course, whether it's a course in your major, whether it's a science course, something outside science, you'll have a fantastic time here at Chapman.
0: Dr. Shu, thank you so much for joining us today. You gave some amazing insight and advice on different courses that we offer and advice to our incoming students. For everyone out there listening to Chapman Chats, make sure to connect with us and check out all of the opportunities we are offering to discover Chapman. We will see you very soon. Thanks, Dr. Shu. Thank you so much for
2: having me.
1: Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session.
0: Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.